If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What up, what are y'all? This your girl, Poison Ivy, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. I'm moving on up, going a little higher. Never handle my business in a rush. 20 years straight, I've been around fire. You don't know about smoke and hush. All right, y'all. So we have the beautiful Poison Ivy with us off the porch. Now, we had your brother, so we finally got you in. Yeah, y'all finally got me. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm straight. I'm feeling. I can, I can be better, but I'm here. So. Period. Straight. <laughs> now, I know, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. You are the second, are you the second oldest? I'm the firstborn. The firstborn? I don't know why they were saying that your brother was no. the oldest one. Okay, the firstborn and you, the girl at that. Right. So, talk about the responsibilities you had with your siblings. Um, my siblings always depend on me. I mean, firstborn, I always um, felt like I gotta respect them. They look up to me, I'm the person they look up to. So, I just always handled my business as being a big sister, that's all I. All I'm, I'm going to do, so. And what advice it. do you be giving your siblings? Mm, shit, do you. <laughs> Get your money and stay on your hustle. Don't let nobody play with you. That's it. Now, I know your dad, Boosie, is from Baton Rouge, but are you from Baton Rouge as well? Yeah, I'm from Baton Rouge. Okay, so what was it like for you growing up there? Uh, shit, I'm like a ghetto rich kid. Like, um... My pops always had it. I always saw him hustle. But we ain't never like really lead a hood. So like, that's my ghetto ways. I still got my ghetto ways. I ain't changing it. And it's just me. So when you were in the hood and then you started to see like, okay, it's something going on. Like, what was your thought process? Um, it's blessings. That's right. what I thought. Like, um, to get out the hood, to be able to really, you know, go to the hood, have a choice to be in the hood. That's really a blessing, because some people don't have that choice. Like, some people can't really make it out. So, it's just blessed. It's just my family blessed. And some people can't even go back to their own yeah. hood. So. Right. So, it's blessed and respect. And we got respect in the hood. So, that all come with it. So, what was like life like for you personally growing up with your dad being a really big rapper <clears throat> like he is? Um, Were you aware of it at first, from the beginning? I always knew who my dad was. He never hid nothing from me. He always been himself. Like, he never tried to put on no front. He always, I always knew him for who he is. So, basically, with, with that growing up, I just had to learn how to ignore people. That's a big thing I had to learn, which is people going to talk, people going to say what they going to say. But I always got to have his back. So, that's just how I was. And what was, like, some crazy memories you have growing up? 
Um, I got good memories, bad memories. So it's like what you talk about. Whichever ones you can talk about that you feel comfortable talking about. Um, shit, uh, best memories when my daddy came home from jail. I felt like I felt so relieved, like from going every weekend, seeing him in prison to like really being able to be with him every weekend, how long I want. Nobody can control if I can touch him, hug him. So I think that's, that's probably one of the greatest memories I got. Okay, so we gonna, we gonna revert it back, but what would you say were some challenges you had to face growing up in the spotlight? And I know you said like having to really tune out the negative from everybody else on the outside. And it's a lot being in the spotlight. You judged a lot. I mean, you don't really know who really for you. Cause like, it got people won't be around you for money, for fame. So you really gotta put your trust in somebody and really like, be like, okay, you really fucking with me for who I am, not just for what I got. Right. So when you're in the spotlight, you really gotta be smart about that. Cause Anybody can really take you off your pivot. Anybody can say they love you. Anybody can say they for you. But you really just got to see through people and really know. And have you had to go through that, like, losing friends and then finding out they only coming around you because of who you are? Man, I lost so many friends. Really? Like, I don't really have no friends from high school. Really. So... And I think it's because I'm honest. Like, people don't like the truth a lot. So when you're honest, people might say, oh, she jealous, she mean, she, you know, she hate on me. But it's just, when you speak honestly to people, then it's, if it ain't what they want to hear, if it ain't what they believe, then it ain't right. So some people just ain't right to be in your life. You know what, so. I, had a, I had a conversation with my friend, because we was talking about friends, and I was just like, you know how, some people were raised, it's like, you can be mad at them, but you can't, because not everybody's people teaches them, like, morals and principles. Right. And so I feel like with that, like, I'm sure your dad has instilled, like, some strong morals uh, and principles. Yeah, but that come, my mama installed it. Mm -hmm. Like, my mama taught me how to, you know, respect yourself as a lady. Right. Like, stuff like that. My dad had taught me how to, get paid, don't let nobody play with you about your money type shit. Right. Like, my mama taught me have respect for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, she taught me manners. She taught me, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. My daddy taught me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that. And just going back to what you were saying, how your mom uh, taught you, like, how to be a lady. So... In your opinion, how should women act and how should they not act? Hmm. <laughs> and it's so ironic you asked me that. Look, so, I mean, women gonna be who they wanna be. Right. But me personally, I don't, I think like, I don't like women showing up their body. I don't like that. I don't like, like if that's who you wanna be, that's who you wanna be. I'm not gonna stop you from being that. But I don't like that. So like, and I feel like, for instance, I make music, but I don't make a lot of music like women, like a lot of women. Like, I'm not half naked in my videos. 
popping my ass, showing, you know, I ain't doing all that. I'm more, this me. And I feel like I don't got to do that for them to actually listen to me. Right. You hear me? Because then that'll be taken away from my image because then I'll be trying to be somebody I'm not. So, shit, you just really got to be yourself. If you choose to do that, then you choose to do that. But like I told you, my mama told me respect. So I got respect for myself. That's it. And this generation, man, it's, <laughs> it's a little wild. Like, we live in it's a past crazy, wild. crazy, crazy generation. Past wild. You, you got an old soul. Like, <laughs> I get that a lot. You have like an old, calm soul. People tell you that all the time. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Now, going back, um, what would you say was some advice that Boosie gave to you when it comes to dealing with people in the media? Um, um, I wouldn't really say ignore all the way because we don't really respond to like certain, certain shit on the internet. But like, excuse me, like certain stuff need to be addressed. You know what I'm saying? Like certain stuff, like people go too far. But it's right. like, some people be reaching, you know what I'm saying? People be wanting clout, so you can't give, get them what they want all the time. So, some shit we just gotta ignore, some shit we just gonna tend to. So, you know, like, one thing recent that I was cracking up about <laughs> was you had got into an altercation with somebody and your oh, dad man. jumped on social media and was like, <laughs> I told her though, she better whoop her ass. Like, <laughs> what Man. happened with that? Cause she basically, um, she had been bugging. She had been picking with my sister, like, before me. And you, like, how I feel about my siblings, I'm very sensitive about them. Like, I don't like nobody to say nothing wrong. Like, even if I feel it's wrong, don't tell me it's wrong about them. So like, she was bugging my sister. She came bugging me. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I had to take it there with her because like, and it had been a while since I even done all that, you know? So it was like, she was just, she was trying to, you know, she was trying to embarrass me on social media. Like, oh yeah, no. It was just too much. So she ain't gonna do it no more. <laughs> and so your dad, he was, you know, like, I'm proud of my daughter. So when you told him, what was his first reaction? He asked me what happened. I told him what happened. He was like, you straight? I say, I'm straight. He like, all right, this is done. It ain't, it ain't really nothing else to talk about after that. 
Right. So as of now, now that you're older... When it comes to work, communication is key, even if you don't have a writing job. Sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at Grammarly.com slash podcast. And, you know, you got to experience people come around you. How do you personally distinguish the real from the fake? Man. I just said in my song, I can tell who real and who fake by the way they breathe. So I don't need you to come tell me you'll get ahead for me. So if somebody come around you, basically, I'm going to do this for you. I got you. I'm going to ride for you. Woo to woo. But you don't really know me from thick and thin, though. Like, you don't really know nothing about me. So why would you risk your life for mine? When you don't really know me. So if people just coming up just want to be down for you so bad, want to know all your business, it ain't right. See, if people just come and just let you be able to vent to them, let you come to them when, when you want to or if you need something, then that's a real friend. And also, real friends don't have to talk every day. We don't have to be together oh, every day. That is the big thing. Like, like if, if somebody feel played or feel bad because y'all not hanging together every day, then it's, it's something right. They want to be in your business too much. Like, it ain't right. I don't, I don't like that. It's weird. Woo. You hit it on the nail when you said that. Like, when people be getting upset and it's just like, you need to, it's, it's kind of scary because it's like, okay, why are you trying to get so close to me so fast? Like, why are you trying to be my friend way too fast? Right. I feel it. Um, so in your interview, I watched the interview that you did um, and you spoke about how people think you're rude so you don't really like talking. Um, right. So how would you describe your personality? Um, I observe a lot. Like, if I'm... If I ain't never see you around, I'ma observe you before I even start talking to you, before I even say hey to you. Like, if you speak to me, I might say what a, a knob. Like, I ain't really finna be your friend just cause you around. I don't care who brought you around. I don't know you. So like, I don't, I'm very observing and I'm, I'm very humble until you really take me there. Right. Like, I'll be cooling. I don't be bothering nobody until you bother me, really. So outside of that, like, what are some fun, what is some fun shit we could catch you doing? I like to play basketball. I like to play basketball, we cool. I like to go to the studio, shit. Um, I like to smoke weed all the time. <laughs> um, in are the summertime, shit. Yeah, I like fast cars. Yeah, that. Fast, fast cars. Summertime, I like jet skis and shit, roller coasters. Um, I like to move a lot. 
I don't like to stay in one place. I like to travel a lot. I like to stay on the go. When I'm at home, I don't really like to, I like to go. So I'm always doing something. What would you say are some things that you want people to know outside of you just being Boosie's daughter? Um, I got my own hustle. Like, I can sit around, like for instance, I don't even live with my daddy. Like, I can sit there and live with my daddy and not, not try to do features, not try to drop no music. Because he can give me what I want, no problem. He can give me the world. But it's like, he can't get him the world. So it's like, I can have the world all day from you, but they got people depending on me. So it's like, I got to get me. I got I gotta, I gotta to hustle. Nobody respect that then. You ain't got no hustle. You ain't even trying to be a hustler if you can't respect that. Because I got rich, I got a rich parent, a fortunate parent, and I hustle. And what is some hustles that you can tell, talk to us about that you um, got? I do feature deals. Mm, that's my manager, Junior Boy, lock in with him. Do feature deals, videos, promos, um, drops. Um, if I do a show, you can pay me to open up for me if we got a song together. Anything to get some bread. I'll wear your clothes for some promo. I just work. I use my name. And speaking of your manager back there, I did see you brought the gang, so you got to go ahead and introduce us. Let us know who behind you. Oh, man, I looked at him and started laughing already, y'all. All right, this is my pastor. This is Dunk right here. My blood. Junior boy, this is my blood. This little JoJo. These two the artists. This one Bill. You right. Right. Billy Boy. Little Joe, Full Life Posse. This what we building. This what I'm this what I am not trying to build. This what I'm I'm building. And it's us. We locked in. I love that. It's us. Now, can you talk to us about how your life has changed from you being in the spotlight in your younger days till you as of now? Um I feel like when you're younger, they love you more. Cause you ain't really got no, no wrongs yet. You ain't really fuck up yet. You ain't really do nothing for them to really be judging you yet. Until when you grown, when you really be making your own choices, then they get to, you know, feeling they self thinking they can talk some shit up, you know? So that's really the difference. When you're younger, you're more innocent. To the, to the world, but when you when you older, it's like, okay, I can judge her now. That's really the difference, but fuck it. <laughs> right, so do people still try to hold you in that place as, as if you were your younger self? Yeah, yeah. I, I really do be feeling like that sometimes, and to be honest, I, I kind of feel my parents do that to me sometimes. Like, I be feeling like, yeah. Like they know I'm older, but they don't really be won't accept that I'm older. <laughs> that's exactly so, what it is. That's really how I be. My grandmother and shit, my, my kinfolk. But I can't stop my life from, you know, moving. I can't stop me from aging, keep growing. So it'll be all right. Now, as far as your musical influences, is there anybody outside of your dad that you were influenced by? I love Dejaloof. 
I love Days Love. She she always been so calm and she different. She that different type of artist. She don't be showing her body and you know she always been that let a nigga try me. Like that's that's how I be feeling. Let a nigga try me like <laughs> yeah. some and of course I fuck with young boy. I fuck with YB. Airman, he just he ain't never changed his image. No matter how much money he got. That's what I always respect about him. He ain't never let money change his image. He always been that you don't care what people say. If you call him ignorant, he ignorant. So I don't really like a lot of rap people though. I don't like a lot of rap people. I feel like niggas be clicking up, niggas be all that rah-rah shit. I don't like a lot of rap people. Is there any artist that you would like to work with though? Um Dage Low. I can see that. And um Janae Aiko. Um yeah. That's it. Now, when I'm big in the game, blowing, mm-hmm. we can all get this money together. You hear me? But I ain't, I ain't sweating nobody. I ain't even gonna lie, I ain't sweating nobody. Now, we can finally get into your music. I got the chance to listen to you, and you hard. Like, you really Appreciate that. that. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. You you that. So, um, in getting into your music, talk about when you very first started to dip into it. Um, I always played with music. I when my when my daddy first went to jail, two thousand nine, I linked up with um you Hayden and Lance and Dell and all them. Hooked up with them. Started doing little shows, free boosted promotions. I had a song called Daughter of a King and Queen. But it was like I was just doing it, you know, to help pops, mm-hmm. really do it. So, but I'm like, man, I'm good with it. So I, I always write music, but I was in school and I always liked basketball. So I always played basketball. So I think that was the really thing that was really keeping me from really taking it really serious, putting my all into it like games, practice. So when I really decided to take it serious though, when I graduated, I decided this what you want to, this what I want to do. Like, cause I ain't had no choice but to make a choice at this point. Like you finna right. graduate, you gotta choose what you want to do. You want to go play basketball or you want to, and I'm like, man, I gotta put all my, I put my all into this music. That's when I started. So what was everybody's reaction when they heard you uh, first recording? You like your daddy, you like your daddy. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, I'm like Ivy, I'm like Ivy. But, you know, it's like, it's in my blood, so I can't take it away from him. Cause I do get it from him, but I'm me, different. Um, did you have any discouragement when you were first starting out? Um, I ain't gonna lie, yeah, um, I always felt like, um, people wouldn't always listen to me because they felt I was too young, like, she ain't talking about nothing, and a lot of people still feel like that to this day, like, I don't talk about nothing, because they'll go to my Instagram page and see, oh, she be fresh, she got this, she got a chain, she got money, she talking just about some regular shit, she ain't, she ain't got no pain for me. 
she don't know nothing I'm going, she ain't got nothing I can relate I'm going through. So I think they they be blocking a lot. It's really be, but I really be talking, like really be speaking. Also, it's like, you know, they see y'all like living flashy and they think that y'all ain't never been through nothing. Yeah, that's the exact words right there. Right there. So dealing with that, I feel like that's, that's what makes you real hard because, you know, looking at you, you would think like, oh, they, they got it made. Like, you know, they always been like this. But when I listen to your music, like you be talking that real shit. Yeah, everybody got some type of pain. Everybody been through something. It's like the richest man in the world and been through something. Like they had some type of pain. So nobody perfect. Nobody life just like, um, it's perfect. Nobody life like that. So were you nervous when you first got in the booth? No. You wasn't? You just went straight in there and just? I go off. You freestyle. Do you freestyle or you, what are they I saying? do both. I do both, but I, I rather write. I rather write my music. I feel like when I sit there, and I rather write with no beat. I rather just sit there and really just write my thoughts. But I, it's still like when I'm writing it, I'm writing it in a flow. I think that's how I make a lot of my good, good music. But I can get in the booth and just, if I need to spit a little quick 12, a little quick 8, I right. can get in there and find a flow quick. But I rather write my music. Well, I know that you had to choose between basketball, which you love. Right. I be having to choose with my image too. Like, I don't have bums around me. I don't have no hot girls around me. I don't have all that around me. Cause if we, y'all part of my image, you hear me? So I don't be with all that. I think that's, that it's good that you're thinking about that now. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of people, you right. know, they don't give If we all can't stuff. bring nothing to the table, then you and you don't need to be around me. If if I don't respect something, then you shouldn't do it. Period. So when it came to your career, what would you say is a big risk that you've had to take so far? Then, shit, I'm an unsigned artist. Like, cause I could sign to my daddy. He boosting. He, I could sign to him, but. Like family time wise, daughter time wise, always there. It was like business side, like time and all, it ain't really there. It ain't, it ain't there. So I had to realize I ain't got time to wait. I'm keep G. I don't got time to wait. I don't care. I don't got time to wait. So I had to realize if I want to do this music shit, make it a business, then you got to step up and do it yourself. You hear me? Like, my love for him still gonna be there all at the same, but I can't be projecting like I'm signed if ain't nothing, come on, ain't nothing being projected to me. Right. So it's like, that's probably a risk I took, but it's probably for the greater. Mm -hmm. if, if nobody signed me, then I might be big enough to sign some other people later, you hear me? So I ain't tripping. So do you want to eventually sign to a label or are you going to thug it out independent? I ain't tripping about a label. If a label come at me, then yeah, see what they talking about, check it out. But you got to come with a bag. Because me being me, me with the, with the confidence I got, with the ego I have, the heart I have, me, you got you to gotta come with a bag because I know my worth. So you gotta come with a bag.
Like, for instance, you're not, you're not finna come with something that I can get from Pops. You hear me? Right, right. For instance, like, you're not finna come with something that I can get from him. So if I gotta thug it out, then that's what I'm gonna do. And um, speaking of your dad, talk to us about the influence that he's had with you in your music. Um, real music. My pops always spoke real music. Like, and that's what he still do. Like, he's still on old school shit today. You hear me? That's why he got his own fan base. So, like, he, that's what made me always say, you got to speak your heart. It's real shit. Because he can go perform and do shows right now and, and sing songs from when I was five years old. That's how you know that type of music lasts. So that's what made me think you got to make real music. You can't make some shit. You can just do TikTok dances all day, too. Because what if TikTok ain't here five years from now? Then you assed out. Right? You assed out. So you got to make real music. When do you feel like you make your best music? When I'm in my feelings. When I'm, when I'm just feeling like everybody against me. When I'm just feeling like all I got is I that's when I'ma just, when I'm angry, to be honest. I think I make the best music when I'm just mad. When I'm mad and hurt, I'ma flash out. <laughs> I'ma flash out. So that leads me to ask you, what are your thoughts on the current rap game right now? Ooh, man. Oh, I feel like everybody try to be like everybody. And I feel like that's why my generation stuck on one sound, like one type of sound type shit that I don't really like. It's like, and, and they all, they all wanna respond to the media. It's like everything the media don't has to know. Like everything that goes on in your life, Instagram does not have to know. Like me personally, when I get big, I'ma hate the shade room. <laughs> like, cause why yeah. are you doing it? Right. Like, I'ma hate it, to be honest. I don't like all that. And how would you say the rap game really differs from your dad's rap era? Cause I know when your dad was out, it was like Boosie, Webby, a couple more people. Um, the fans was real. Fans was more real. Cause these days, you sell music and promote music on the media. So it's based off population. Back in the days, you had to sell hard copy CDs. My, I was with my dad and them selling boxes of CDs at their shows and it wasn't no download this and it wasn't all that. So your fans was really real because they had to really be there to, it wasn't just, not these days, it's like, okay, if this person don't like this person kinda then, the media, then we can't be his fan. It's like, it's different. It's with the fans. But I can say it's probably easier to make money. Like, with the platforms, Spotify, YouTube, DistroKids, it's, it's easier. You can, make, you can make the money faster, quicker. Mm -hmm. You heard me? Then really just have. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. No, really sell. So, this is totally different, kind of.
You were selling CDs with your dad? Yeah, little girl. Oh, Baby. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. So I do also want to ask you, um, what pressures have you felt from like the outsiders when it comes to your music? Um, I'm judged a lot on my image, how I dress, what I talk about, you know, I'm judged a lot on that. But you can't take away good talent. Whatever you say, you can't say it's garbage. No matter how you say I'm looking in there, no matter what the fuck I'm wearing in the video, no matter what you say, you can at least say, but she on that bitch though. She spent some real shit on that bitch though. So that's what my grandma always told me. You can't take talent and education from somebody. So fuck it. And how would you describe your style of music? Um, versatile. I can get on any beat, any kind of way, talk about any subject. That's versatile. I never sound the same. You listen to my album, no song sound the same. That's different. That's versatile. And um, did you feel like it was a little easier for you to hop in it because your dad was already in the music industry? Um, yeah, I felt like that in the beginning. And then I realized that, okay, you is a lady. You is a, a woman. Women in the industry now ain't coming like you. So it may be a little harder. It may be a little challenging. But me actually dropping music, getting constructive criticism, reading reviews, helped me to see that. But that don't mean I'm gonna stop. That just mean that I just gotta be patient. That's all that means. And you know what? I think you're going at a really good pace and I think you are different and mm -hmm. I feel like that's why you should continue <coughs> making the music that you do because like you stated, everybody is used to one sound right now. And especially when it comes to right. women in rap, you know what we talk about. And I feel like your music is very different and it sets you apart from all of those things. So Thank you. You got it. Thank you. Now, we got to talk about your project that you recently released, Pick Your Poison. Pick Your talk Poison. To, talk to us about that title. Pick Your Poison is either, like I told you, I can be humble, sweet as candy, or I can be crazy, like, <laughs> like crazy. So pick your poison, which side you want. And you're you really going to pick it off loyalty. Like, is you going to be loyal to me or you ain't going to be loyal to me? Because if you ain't loyal, if you can't respect me, if we can't be on the same page, then you're overdue. So basically, it's like, pick your poison. And I felt that with my music because I got songs on there, a lot of songs, heartfelt. I'm like, you know, speaking that humble, calm shit. Then I got, break me down, you crazy on my soul. You got the wrong one. Some shit like, don't play with me. So it's, it's really... And I'm poison ivy. Why not? Pick your poison. So that's it. And what does this project mean to you? Um, this, my, this project mean a lot to me because I dropped two projects before this when they got took down. Some puss ass producers, puss ass shit. I'm talking about, yeah, look at me. Like, 
they dirty. So for this really to come out, and I did an album release party all myself. I saw Everything that. paid for, yeah, me. Everything paid for myself. So it was really like, this is the first time I actually did something for myself and made my, myself feel really proud of me. So it was like, and with this project, it's the most heartfelt songs I done put on there too. Like, I said, man, fuck it. Either they gonna feel me or they ain't gonna feel me. And so I'm like, it's a project that I feel can open up a lot of people's eyes. If they really just take the time to sit down and listen to each track, one through 20, it's all worth it. Like, I feel like this project is no fuck ups. It's no fuck ups. I really believed in myself on this project. That's the best part about it. Um, I did see a video of your dad surprising you at your album release party. Mm -hmm. How did that feel just seeing him there and just seeing the support surrounding this? Uh, with him being there, it made me emotional. It surprised me because like I told you, like the daughter, the family time is always there. But as far as like my music, my business, it ain't really our relationship ain't really all the way there yet with that. Like, not saying it can't be or it's not going to be, but it ain't all the way there yet with that. So it's like for him to really come there and really listen to me, I was like, that means so much. Because, like, half of the shit that I'm talking about, he probably don't even remember or even think that I remember half of the stuff that I'm talking about. So it's like, it just really feel like, you know, like, I just feel like he could understand me in a different way now that he listened. And as far as other people come and support me, um, I told myself that I did that, that part of that, that shit to see. If you ain't come, if you ain't, then you ain't rocking with me. You ain't right. supporting me. You ain't fucking with me. So I thank everybody that came. Like, everybody that came, that meant so much to me. And, and more people came than I thought would come. So I was really excited. I really felt good about that. With Pick Your Poison, what did you want your fans to take away from that project? Um, she, she actually feels something. She actually been through something. She's actually different. You know, she actually have pain. You can talk about something with her. Like, as far as just, she just boosted daughter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like people like, for instance, if I get, a, get booked for a show, People send me a flyer, ex Junior, no lie, and put poison ivy, boosted order. I ain't take boosted order off that shit. You heard me? You ain't, I'm poison ivy. If they know I'm his daughter, then they know I'm his daughter. Tag my Instagram, make them go click on that bitch and see who I am. You ain't gotta put boosted daughter, because if what you're saying, if you ain't put boosted daughter, ain't nobody gonna come. So why book me? It just, I just be trying to use my. You know, I can use his name with shit, because he did help me get a name. That's my pops. I'm going to always have a name from him. But it ain't nothing like having your own name. It ain't nothing like having your own shit. Period. Now, what's your favorite track on the project? Um, Confining You. Confining You is my favorite song, because I told you I make the best music when I'm angry, just in my feelings just, and that was a song that I just, 
I had a session one day and I just needed to go to the studio so bad. That song not even mixed and mastered. That's how bad I wanted that song on there. It's a rough draft song. That's how bad I wanted that song to be on there. And it's just, every time I listen to it, it just make my heart thump. That's how I know it's like, it just, it just do something to me. So that's my favorite song. I also like Higher too though. I like Higher, Heartfelt. I like All Along. But how you I'm talking that shit? Ooh, could you give us a verse from that one? Um, I say, they had no clue what they just did. Whole time been flexing my muscle. These pins be talking, they say I done lost it. I should've went ball like Augustus. This shit on my mind got me up all night, but it feel like I got a concussion. Been living, I'm hustling budgets. You say I ain't shit, then I feel you ain't nothing. I'm moving on up, going a little higher. Never handle my business in a rush. 20 years straight, I've been around fire. They don't know about smoke, then hush. Mostly turn, but strong, I'm born. Chopping my veggies and much and no corn. For you touch that child, go watch some porn. You sick in the head and go, I won't ignore it. Right. But just, I need you to look in the camera and talk that shit and let them know, like, I'm that one. Like, I'm the one. Like, that was hard as hell. It's like, all right. Same <laughs> verse. You, whatever you want to do, like, you can talk all your shit. Man, you don't even want let me off the leash. No, dude, that, this is what the porch <laughs> is for. This is, it's all you. Man. Man, y'all, when y'all really listen to my album, really listen to me, and I mean, like, listen. Because, you know, people just listen to beats and shit. People just hear a beat and be like, the beat, the beat, the beat. Like, if you really listen to what I'm saying, though, and what I'm talking about, you'll be amazed. And then, matter of fact. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Half of the questions y'all asking me, and then Insta- Instagram took my live on. Y'all ain't been able to bother me on live. So, the half of the shit y'all ask me on live, half of the questions y'all won't be in my business, my sex life, all that. If y'all listen to my music, all the answers go. That's why I'm responding to y'all, because I'm, I'm, I'm using this music as my type of language. So, if you really listen to my music, then you're going to get all the shit you want to hear. I'm not, I'm, you're not my friend to me just to be talking to you, telling you shit. Like, go listen to me. You heard me? Go pay for it. Like, you're going to pay to see me, too. Like, go pay for it. And it's just that. Like, I don't got to respond to y'all. I don't got to respond to y'all. Then, come on, bro. Look at me. Look how I act. Look what I... Come on. It's like, come on. Y'all know what's up. Like, <laughs> y'all know the vibes. Come on. Now, you recently dropped your visual for Heartfelt, too. What did it mean for you to put this out? Um, that song... At first, I was supposed to use it as an acapella. But when I found the beat to go with it, I'm like, that song is special. That's why I named it Heartfelt. Because it don't, it don't have no chords. It don't have nothing. It's just me just, just running it. But that one is like everything from the heart, everything I said, everything I really feel, everything I see in the future. So in a, in a lot of my, my fans, 
was 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 fucking with that was was saying shoot the video this is a song we like off the album so i just felt like that was a good song to promote to push and that's a good song and how was it making the visual for it it was cold as a bitch <laughs> like it was so cold um in baton rouge it's like hard to find little spots and stuff and it's so small people use the same shit. so really for us to um and my cameraman was supposed to make it, Flex. Flex Montana, he was supposed to make it, but he ain't make it, so. Like, um, to actually find good spots that actually fit, you know, to make the visual look good, that was, right. a, that was a good accomplishment. Because you usually be stressing out about this shit, but it came out nice, so. And I see you also got your YouTube going. You plan on putting some vlogs up on there? Um, yeah, probably when I start getting booked more and stuff. Then I start doing some vlogs. I do a little vlog every now and then, but I just be trying to drop music. I be trying to push my music a lot. And what is next for you? Um, I'm a, while I'm in Atlanta still, I'm gonna shoot some more uh, visuals off the album, probably like one or two more off the, then I'm coming again, like, Cause it ain't, it ain't no sense of waiting. Like, waiting to see if they gonna start listening to the same album is not gonna make you like, right. blow. And it's like, I make so much music to where I got, I, got, I, can, I can say I got three EPs ready. EPs ain't nothing but five to seven songs. I got that ready right now. That's how much music I make. So it's like, just keep dropping that shit. I'm gonna probably drop like three singles or something, push it hard. Um, then drop again, drop again, drop a tape with um me and one bill. We gonna drop a, a tape called Poison Bills. Then all three of us gonna drop a tape, um, Four Like Pasta tape. So, yeah, and that Four Like Pasta tape, that's different, <laughs> cause he got me already versatile. Right. He already on a whole different level. He on some. All the bad bitches come here. You hear me? He on some. So it's like we 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 got it. We got it. All us ain't trying to sound the same. We ain't trying to look the same. We ain't trying to none of that. All us got our own style, own swag, and that's what make us good together. That's what make us good as one. So I really got a lot. I really got a lot on my sleeves. You know, really got a lot. I got some shit with my brother coming. Too. I got some shit with him coming. We got some more songs coming. Um, I see when, when daddy posts one of us or something, a lot of people ask us to drop together. So we probably put a little project together. I saw that um, video y'all just came out with like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, five feet. We got yeah. a, we got a, we got some nice shit. Um, my pops finna drop back to BR tape. Me and his song Run It that we had dropped. That song, that's gonna be on there. Um, so I'm, I'm really pushing, bro. I love I'm really proud you. of myself. Yeah, really proud of myself. And before we wrap up, any last words or shout outs for you? Um, shout out to my posse. Shout out to Bread and World Productions. Mix and master all my shit. Shout out Bread. Shout out Flex. Shoot my videos. Locked in me. Real 100. Real video man. Locked in with me. Um, shout out, shout out to this. Shout out, no, shout out my siblings, my mama, Carter, my family. I love all y'all. You hear me? Shout out Paige, my dog, my day one. 
Aramis, shout out. Shout out everybody I love, bro. Like, shout out, like, I love y'all. Real talk. I'm moving on up, going a little higher. Never handle my business in a rush. 20 years straight, I've been around fire. You don't know about smoke and hush. Emotion it turn, but strong, I'm born. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.